Hello, and welcome to the Mind Fitness Mentor Podcast. I'm your host, Ursh, and my role as your mentor is to help fuel, feed, and grow your brain to enable you to live your best life. That's right, I want to help you create your life by design. As the owner of New Zealand's longest running women's gym and health and wellness coach for over 22 years, I've had the privilege of helping thousands of women transform their bodies. And what I've learned is the key to all success starts with transforming your thinking. My mission for this podcast is to enlighten and brighten your day. Hey, 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 it is episode 38 and today we're going to cover three steps to get what you want. And we're not even going to muck around today, we're going to jump straight in with this amazing, phenomenal quote. While we waste our time hesitating and postponing, life is slipping away. What? That's right, it is slipping away. And I can't have you do that because I'm all about helping you create your life by design as opposed to living life by default. So let's unpack this a little bit. While we waste our time hesitating and postponing, life is slipping away. What does that make you think, Sam? That um, I'm running out of time and I'm wasting time. Like I have all these things that I want to be able to do in life and we keep putting it off and not doing it and hesitating and postponing like she says in this quote and here I am stepping one day closer to not being here anymore or getting too old to enjoy it or um, I don't know how long I've got left on this planet so if I keep hesitating and I keep postponing I'm gonna miss out so and I don't want to miss out no we not we don't we don't want to miss out and we don't want you to miss out so if you know that you are not living your ideal life right now and you know that there are things that you want to achieve that you want to crush if you know that you want to show up better and you want to live more and have a more fulfilled life then this is the podcast for you because we're going to give you our three steps well actually Full transparency, these are not our steps. We've just been practicing this. Our, these steps. This is from our mentor, Rob Dial, and we're going to share his three steps to get what you want. So let's have a look at procrastination, because that's what we're all doing, right? We're all procrastinating. So procrastination is one of the main barriers blocking you from getting up, making the right decisions, and living your life by design. Have you ever thought about that? Like procrastination is a strategy. So why are you procrastinating? What is it about procrastination that gives you permission to sit down and stop and put your life on hold? Because that's what we want to look at today is why are you procrastinating and then how we can prevent that from happening. Recent studies have shown that people regret more the things they haven't done than the things they have done. Yeah, well, they say there's, there's a um, research that was done on people in, on their deathbed. Mm. And they asked them, what is the one thing that you wish you had done in your life? Or, you know, what, what do you regret most in life? And I think the percentage was ridiculously high. They regretted not actually doing things, not t taking more action, not, uh, not having more experiences and sitting back and waiting for someone else to do it for them. Because you've got to create your own life. You have to take the bull by the horns and um, show take up. action. Yeah, show take up. action and show Somebody up. Somebody told me once, like, you know, daddy is not going to come and fix things for you. When, you know, like mum and dad, when you were kids, used to sort everything out for you and they'd make your life for you and you could sit back and everything wonderful would happen. 
But now that you're an adult, no one is coming to rescue you. No one is going to come and do the things that you that need to be done in order to achieve the life that you want. So you got to man up, baby. <laughs> or put your big girl undies on. Pick your big girl undies on. You know, we have feelings of regret and we have feelings of guilt. And that is a result of missed opportunities. And they those feelings tend to stay with us for much longer. And we don't want to be those people. We don't want to live with regret and we don't want to live with guilt. We want to live with fulfillment, enjoyment and passion and purpose so that we get to show up and be an inspiration and empower and impact more people's lives. Isn't that right? Absolutely. That's what it's all about. Sometimes all our opportunities seem to be at our fingertips, but we can't seem to reach them. Like, have you been that person before? Maybe you've got a goal or a dream and it just seems right there and you can't reach them. When you procrastinate, you waste time that you could be investing in something meaningful. If you could overcome this fierce enemy, you will be able to accomplish more and in doing so, better utilize that potential that life has to offer. You get to create your life by design as opposed to living life by default. Because procrastination is a strategy that we use to keep us safe. Like we all procrastinate. Like I procrastinate, Sam procrastinates, you procrastinate. The question is, which areas of your life are you procrastinating in and how is that serving you? So I would love for you just to grab a piece of paper and if you're in the walk and, on a walk and talk right now, probably not the best idea, but I want you just to push pause on this right now. And I want you to think about how procrastination is serving you right now. Like just push pause. I know you want to keep going, but just push pause. Do me a favor right now. And I want to see if you have the same answers that I'm going to share with you right now. Okay. Did you do it? Did you do it? I hope you did. So how is procrastinating serving you? So how is procrastinating about your health serving you? How is procrastinating about being in a more fulfilled, loving relationship serving you? How is procrastinating about having connections with your family serving you? How is procrastinating not serving your mission right now? How is procrastinating by not getting a group of girlfriends together or, um, a collection of couples together and going out and experiencing life. How is procrastinating serving you? I want to know, did anyone put down it's keeping me safe? It's keeping me hidden. It means that I don't have to face fear because procrastination is normally about preventing you from fearing something, something like, oh, I know, rejection and judgment. So if you're like me and you fear going out and being seen and being heard because you have a fear of rejection and a fear of judgment, then girlfriend, you are in the right place today because we are going to tell you what you need to do to overcome that. We're going to give you the three simple steps. Okay, let's look then at what procrastination is not. And number one, procrastination is not laziness, is it? No. And we can get it confused sometimes. And yep. we beat ourselves up. And we play this vicious cycle of, I don't do anything. Then I feel guilty. Then I doubt myself. And then I feel helpless. Then it itself is a self-sabotage strategy. And what do I mean by that? What I mean by that is this is the conversation that we go over and over and over in our heads, talking to ourselves. We say, I don't do anything. I feel guilty. I doubt myself. I feel helpless. 
And that causes and creates self-sabotage, which then also creates more procrastination. However, so like procrastinators often put off doing things, leave them to the very last moment, or sometimes even spend their whole time staring at the wall. But be careful because procrastination is not a synonym for lazy. Lazy people don't do anything and they're just fine with it. So say that again, Sam, because I think this is really crucial because a lot of the followers on here are quite high achievers. Mm. You know, like, and this is the feedback that I've got from people that are sending me messages is that they're really resonating with the message that we've been putting out this year. And it's like, you know, I'm a people pleaser. You know, I'm an overachiever. And they don't align necessarily with being an overachiever. But when I go back to have a conversation with them, it's like, yeah, that's me. I'm like, ah, yeah, you're an overachiever. Mm. And so we can quite easily say that we're lazy. I, I catch myself doing it all the time. I do mm. it all the time. I'm just lazy. Why haven't you done this? I'm just lazy. But it's not laziness at all. It's just that I'm procrastinating getting it done because it's obviously something that I find challenging and hard and I don't want to start it because hundreds of reasons. But so, procrastinators, mm. they have the desire to actually do something, but they can't force themselves to start. So let's just distinguish the two. So lazy people simply don't do anything that they, they do, and they're fine with doing nothing. They're just fine with doing nothing. And procrastinators, they have a desire to actually do something, but they can't force themselves to start. So which category are you in? Are you in the lazy or are you in just procrastination? So if you're the type of person that keeps saying that you're lazy, but you're not lazy, you're just procrastinating, you need to stop using the word lazy. Because until you can actually describe what you are doing properly, only then can you begin working on it. So if you stop saying, I'm lazy, which is a really negative, you sloth on the couch kind of, for me, it sounds like slothing on the couch, watching TV, don't care, don't want to do anything, versus procrastinator means I want to get stuff done. I'm just really, I find it really hard to get started. And I don't know about you, I'm sure that when you actually start the thing that you procrastinate on, boom, you're off, like bam, 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 and you've got it done, and it feels really good. Whereas somebody that's lazy, doesn't even want to begin it, once they've started, they keep wanting to stop it, and there's no yay moment at the end, because they didn't want to even do it in the first place. Yeah, there's a big distinction, and I think it's important that you understand which camp you're sitting in. So instead of saying, change your face, have you heard that saying? Like, you know, you have resting bitch face, and you're grumpy, and you don't want to go into a situation, or your um, face is, like, screwed up because there's a task that you want to do. Bad attitude. Yeah, bad attitude. You (laughs) know, like, your face is all crumpled. Like, change your face. This is like, change your language. Like, change your language. Don't own shit that doesn't belong on you like it's like putting on a sweater and it it just doesn't fit like lazy is not who you are because if you were lazy you would not have downloaded this podcast you would not send me messages and say what you're loving about them you are not lazy so we need to just get that put it out there I'm not lazy I'm just procrastinating at the moment because I have fear of rejection and I have fear of judgment well I just don't know what to do and that's okay we get we got you we got you hey and there's another thing that I need to say, to say right now. Relaxation is not procrastination. Don't confuse procrastination with relaxation either. Relaxation charges you with energy. Procrastination, on the other hand, drains it from you. 
So the less energy you have, the more stressed or even depressed you might have become and the higher the chances of putting off your responsibilities. So the opposite of procrastination is actually getting things done and being able to relax, deal with your workload well and be happy in the long term. Whoa, don't you love that? So the opposite of procrastination is actually getting things done and being able to relax, deal with the work with your workload well and be happy in the long term. So we want to be the opposite of procrastination and we want to get things done. Okay, let's look at three tools then to stop to, to help you stop procrastinating. Personal vision. A personal vision is one of the core tools. It helps you understand your skills and priorities. And by creating one, you will never feel lost. So when you know what you want, the universe will deliver. So most of us tend to focus on what we don't want. We don't have a personal vision. We keep constantly drowning our brain with messages of what we don't want. So what is it that you do want? What are you procrastinating with right now that you want to create change around? So let's just speak about health. So maybe your vision for your health is that you want to be lean, strong and healthy. Yeah. That you don't get sick. And when you do, you recover really quickly. If you get injured, you heal really quickly. So if that's your vision for your body, stay focused on that personal vision. Because what we see at the gym so often is that there's a, there's a quick dream of what I want, but then... And self-doubt creeps back in again. And then we start to focus on what we don't want. Mm. And that kills the vision and, t and kills the momentum of traveling forward into what you want. Because if you focus on what you don't want, you're going to get more of that. But if you focus on what you do want, you're going to get more of that. Like attracts like, people. Like attracts like. So what are you thinking about right now? What is your personal vision? Is your personal vision about what you don't want? Like if you get up in the morning and you look in the mirror and you go, I'm overweight, I've got wrinkles, I've got gray hair, guess what? The universe is going to deliver and give you more of that. If your personal vision is about, I am fit, I am dynamic, I am energized, I have a self-healing body, you're, the universe is going to give you more of that. So be very clear about what your personal vision is and stay committed to that every single day because we have 70,000 thoughts a day. And remember, 70,000 thoughts a day most of them are negative and most of them are, re are repeated. So your personal vision will help you focus your efforts on the right activities and set priorities to avoid continually switching between actions. You need to understand what motivates you and you'll be able to maintain your discipline and make the most out of each day. All right, let's look at number two. All right, you need to have a to-do list. And why do you need a to-do list? Well, without a to-do list, you're not going to do anything, right? Mm. You're going to miss out on all the things that you want to get done. They're going to take you closer to your, your goal. A hundred percent. And long to-do lists tend to pile on and on and on and on. And guess what? This leads to procrastination. And I was on a, a training in, uh, with Rob Dahl, right? And uh, one of the things that he said, which was so profound, and this was back in January, was like, the bigger your to-do list each day, the higher chance of procrastination. And that's a strategy you use to keep yourself safe so that you never ever feel that you're good enough and you're not completing. So I would love to know how long is your to-do list? 
because the long to-do list, right, if you're having a huge to-do list, and I relate to this because I am that person, I've got lists on my iPad, I've got them on my journal, I've got them on my phone, I have them up on my wall, I've got a whiteboard, like I am overdoing the to-do list, and I have it everywhere, and I've got alarm set in my phone, so if you can relate, I get you, I feel you, I see you, right, however, when we look at a really long to-do list, this can cause us to be really frustrated and then we have a tendency to give up on them completely. And that's just our brain's way of keeping ourselves safe. Ourself safe. So the to-do list method is there to help you get the most important and most urgent things done every single day. And you also, it helps you prioritize the work on your schedule and it limits new tasks because sometimes we have that sparkly diamond syndrome where we just want to go and plan someone else's field or plan someone else's sandpit because our sandpit's getting a little bit dirty and a little bit muddy. So here's my thing. What one thing can you do today? One thing, not 50 things. What is one thing? So if you've got a to-do list and you're saying, but Ursh, I've got to get all these things done. Every single one of them today is really important. I want you to grab a highlighter right now and highlight the one task that you can do today that is going to move you closer towards your dreams. One, not 50, not three, just give me one. And that's going to help you move through procrastination. And the third one is a habit list or as you like to call it, a habit tracker. Yep, we, so we have it, We design our habit trackers in Ultimate You every month and we put down the tasks that we want to achieve every single day that are going to help grow us professionally, personally, so physically, spiritually and mentally. What are some of the things that you could focus on every day that you could perhaps tick off? So learning new habits is one of the basic elements of personal development. If we make a habit of doing something, its implementation requires less mental energy to do it. That's right. If we do something um, every day, then our brain is actually utilizing less energy. The brain loves repetition. So what are some really simple uh, things that you could put on your habit tracker? So a couple of mine would be uh, doing my morning meditation. Another one is having my celery juice. Another one is taking my medication and supplements. Um, for mine, like I really struggle with drinking water. So yeah. to have two glasses of water in the morning before I'm allowed to have a tea or coffee or anything else. Um, another one is to get out and do at least 30 minutes of, of exercise every single day. Um, stretching, like mm. putting aside five or 10 minutes each day to stretch because I'm getting really tight in my legs. Um, another example might be to go to bed by a certain time. So 9.30, I've got to be in bed with no TV, no phones, no um, technology whatsoever so I can get enough sleep. Mm. So the most important thing, I guess, with a habit tracker is one, you're trying to design habits. So habits are behaviors or action steps that are repeated over time. So they become autonomous and you just it's just happening. So even though I've got, say, a celery juice up there every day, I'm having a wonderful dopamine hit every time I get to tick that off every single morning. Now I've been having celery juice for probably four, maybe four years, four years. So, you know, probably four out of seven days on average. And, you know, in the last six months, it's probably five, six out of seven days I have celery juice. It doesn't matter if I don't 
make if I don't get my tick every single day on my habit tracker what matters is I'm getting some ticks on my habit tracker because I'm trying to install new habits and every time I get to tick my habit tracker I'm having a surge of dopamine so I am trying to improve myself, my body likes it, I have a sense of satisfaction, I have a sense of accomplishment, I'm learning to trust myself more, therefore I'm building my confidence and I'm showing up as a more happy, vibrant person. Hands up if you can relate. Hands up if you are going to steal the habit tracker method and you're going to write down three to five things that you're going to tick off every single day so that you can get the dopamine hit and you can release that happy hormone and you can have a more fulfilled life. And the important thing, guys, is the KISS principle. Mm. Keep it simple, sexy. That's right. Not right? stupid, because we're not stupid here, No, are we? we're not stupid. We're damn sexy. So don't go out and say, I'm going to read my um, lecture book for an hour every night before I go to bed. I am going to clean the entire house every day before I go to work. Uh, you know, like... Don't... So what would you do for those, Sam? So if instead of doing an hour, what would you put down on that habit tracker then? I what will, could you? You know, so if, say for cleaning, let's just say you have to clean the house and it's a mess every day and you want to do something. Just what's a 10-minute task that you could do each day? So maybe you're going to say, I will spend 10 minutes tidying the house before I go to work. That's your... Done. You don't have to do an hour of cleaning, vacuuming, washing the walls, doing the bathrooms, doing all the washing, getting washing out on the line... Like, give yourself small, completely achievable goals that you know you can achieve every single day. If you set something into your habit tracker that you know you can't actually do it, like it's it's too hard, it takes too long, it's too complicated, then you're going to fail. And you're setting yourself up for failure, which is what we do all the time, because we're so used to getting things wrong and not doing the right stuff. So now we just like to completely tell ourselves all the time, you are pathetic, you are stupid, and you can't get things done. And that's the complete opposite of what we're trying to do here is to change our mindset to a more positive thinking, that we can do things, that we are awesome, and that we do get things done. Because that's how we roll. We are on, we're in our little vehicle right now, creating our life by design as opposed to life by default and we're going to hit some roadblocks and we're going to find some things that are really clunky and that's okay because it's the same amount of energy that you're putting into your life right now if it's default or design right you are the ceo so what are you doing about that right now what car are you driving like what do you you're, you've got you're the vehicle and i'm not talking about logically like what is it what's the car you've got like I don't really need to know if you've got a Toyota or a Ferrari but how are you showing up are you showing up on default or are you showing up on life by design because it's always a choice all right a quick recap on the three steps that you can do to avoid procrastination or to change procrastination right and then we're going to share our three steps on how to get what you want from Rob Dahl and this ties in beautifully. So number one is make sure you have a personal vision is that is based on what you want, not what you don't want and keep coming back to visualizing what you want. Number two is to do a to-do list. Keep your list really simple. Do not overthink it because that will increase your chances of procrastination. It, it's overwhelm. It's too much. So keep it simple. Do one thing today that's going to take you closer to your life by design, your goals. And then number three was your habit list, your habit tracker, I call it in my group. So what, what are simple things that you can put or simple steps or simple actions that you can put down that you could tick off every single day that's going to help you create a habit around something that you're finding really challenging right now? Got it? 
I know. Now you're going to have three amazing steps that we love. It's printed up on my wall in my office, right? What are the three steps to get you what you want? So this ties in really nicely. So we've now taught you how to deal with procrastination, real simple. And then now how to get what you want. So let's look at step number one. Do not negotiate with your brain. Like do not negotiate with it, right? The second step is finish what you start. That's right, you've got to finish some stuff. And number three is always do 10% more, 10%. So let's have a look at number one. Do not negotiate with your brain. And why does that matter? I'll tell you why it matters, because if my brain was left to its own devices, OMG, number one, this podcast would never get done. Number two, I'd probably be sitting down watching Netflix an hour a day. Number three, I would just be eating whatever I want, because my brain tells me that I deserve to watch Netflix. My brain tells me that pizzas and hamburgers and chips and fizzy drink really taste good. My brain tells me bullshit. Yes, that's right. My brain tells me bullshit. Guess what? Your brain tells you bullshit too. So what bullshit does your brain tell you? What bullshit does your brain tell you, Sam? My bullshit is very much, you are lazy, not a procrastinator. I am lazy. There we go. That I could, that I love eating shit food, watching TV, putting my feet up and just disconnecting from the whole world because it just gets too hard. So just shut it out. There we go. There we go. That's my bullshit. (laughs) (laughs) So you trained your brain, right? You trained it. So wherever you are in life right now, guess what? With intention, you get to reframe and retrain your brain. So don't give in to your brain. Like your brain tells you bullshit every day. So I don't want you to listen to the bullshit part of your brain. I want you to reframe and retrain your brain. Now, Mel Robbins has a wonderful book, The Five Second Rule, and I love, love, love this book because it changed my life. And I'll tell you why. Because I used to be the person that would lie in bed and set multiple alarms to get up in the morning and then hit the snooze button. Like, if I listened or negotiated with my brain, this is what my brain says. Oh, ish, you can sleep for another 10 minutes. Your bed's so cozy. 10 minutes isn't going to make any difference. Oh, you deserve to sleep in today. Oh, you didn't get enough sleep last night. Your bed is so comfy and cozy. Like my brain is trying to keep me safe. That's exactly what it's doing. And if you apply the simple five second rule, like five, four, three, two, one, get your ass out of bed, your life will transform phenomenally in every single area. And I apply this rule every single morning. And when I say every single morning, Do I miss mornings? Hell yeah, you bet I miss mornings. But I apply the principle. So one, if you haven't read the book, definitely read the book. Because she teaches you the science about how your brain tries to trick you. And we need to be aware of how our brain is not working to benefit us. So if we know that we can change our thinking and we can change our actions that then change the outcomes, why wouldn't we change our thinking? Why wouldn't we apply this simple five-second rule? So do not negotiate with your brain. Mel Robbins, the five-second rule. And one of the quotes that she says which I absolutely love, is that moment of hesitation is a killer. Yes, it is. Like that snooze button. You know what I'm saying, girls, right? Hesitation sends a stress signal to your brain. It's a red flag that signals something is wrong. And your brain goes into protection mode. And this is how 
we are hardwired to fail. That's the science. Like, can you believe that? Like, it's a red flag that signals something is wrong and your brain goes into protection mode. So now you know that your brain is just protecting you, right? At an unconscious level, it's, it's putting in all these things to say, don't do that, don't do that, don't do that. And then it gives you evidence to say why you shouldn't do that. It is just a protection mechanism. So it doesn't mean that your what your brain is telling you right now is the truth. Because 90% of the time, as I said before, guess what? Your brain is feeding you bullshit. The time is now. Stop hitting the snooze button on your life. Boom. That's a powerful one today, Sam. Okay, number two is... Finish what you start. Yeah, why is that important? Because... I don't know about you, but it's so easy to start multiple tasks. And the minute it gets a little bit hard, instead of pushing through and jumping over the hurdle of hard, you just go to something else. And then you have all these things that you haven't completed, which creates so much stress in your mind because now there's all these little roadblocks. And did you know that success is usually just on the other side of that roadblock? Like you could be five millimeters, two millimeters away from achieving what it is that you're looking to achieve, but because you got to the roadblock and you got scared and fear kicked in and you just didn't carry on, you didn't push through, you might miss the most amazing thing that's about to happen in your life. And how many times have you done that? How many times have you got so close to something and then there was a roadblock and then you just backed off and you just stopped and then started in a different direction? I've done it many times, many, many times. And I guarantee that you've done it many, many times. Ursh has done it many, many times. Everybody's done it many, many times. But the most successful people in the world, they get to that roadblock and instead of turning around and heading in a different direction because it got too hard, they kept going and they kept moving forward and they finished what they started and now look where they are. And Brendan Brashard says multitasking arises out of distraction itself. What? I know. Like, I don't know about you, but I'm easily distracted. So I have to make sure that I stay on task. And when Rob taught us about finish what you start, it's about the little things. Like, an example, you have dinner, right? And then you just leave the plates on the sink. Like, you just leave them there. Like, they're going to miraculously wash themselves. So finish what you start means put the damn plate in the dishwasher. Wash the damn plate. Like set yourself up. Like if you know that you're going to get up in the morning, finish what you start. Like put your cup, your coffee, whatever it is, what is the morning routine that you're going to do and what is going to set you up there to make your life even easier? <clears throat> Excuse me. So when you brush your teeth, are you putting the toothbrush, the toothpaste away? Are you finishing those little tasks? When you go to put washing away, are you folding it and then putting it into your drawers? Like, I've went before I did this um, training with Rob Dial. This is what I was really guilty of. I would vacuum. Sam's probably going to laugh right now. I'd put the vacuum cleaner out. Sam would come home, and where would the vacuum cleaner be, babe? Right in the middle of the lounge with the cords still plugged in the wall. Whoopsie. <laughs> like, I was not finishing what I was starting. Like, I don't know who the heck was going to put that vacuum cleaner away. And I find myself going into those old habits even today. Like, I'll just put it there. Like, I'm looking at my desk right now and I've got pens there. I've got nasal spray from last week. I've got my Olbus oil here. I've got water bottles. I've got um, tissues. I've got my hair tie. I've got my phone. I've got three sets of post-its. Like that is not finishing what I start. 
So an example of finishing what you start is like today I've got my uh, T2 teapot. So I just push that and it goes over top of my cup. That drips on my desk. I've got my tea cup. I've got my water bottle. I've got a red pen and a red felt tip. I've got a pencil case all there. And I've got a hair tie. Now, if I finished what I started and I came to this training today or this podcast today and I set myself up today and I took all of these things with me, when I finish what I start, that means I've got to put the teapot away. I've got to put the teacup away. I've got to put the, the pens away. I've got to remove the things that I'm no longer using, like my Vicks spray or my Olbus oil, right? I've got to get rid of the old tissues that I used last night. That is finishing what you start. And most people don't do this because they haven't trained that part of their brain. It's called discipline, people. And some days I don't like to be disciplined because I'm a little bit of a rebel. So it's a muscle, which means that we can train it. And if you start with the small things, just the really easy little things that you do daily, then you'll get better and better at it. And when it comes to the harder things, you'll now train that muscle to be able to do the completing, to finish the task and get it done. And you're just going to become a task completing champion. Champion! And Gary Blair says, if you're brave enough to start, you're strong enough to finish. So write that one down, everybody. If you're brave enough to start, you are strong enough to finish. Okay, and let's let's move on to our last one, number three. Always do 10% more. Always do 10% more. Now, why does that matter, Sam? Because by doing 10% more, you're proving to yourself that you can do something. Yeah. So like at the gym is a perfect example. If you go to the gym and every day you only pick up the 4kgs and do 4kg bicep curls, for example, and you never ever go up to 5kgs or 6, even when you're ready and you just stay safe and you stay with your 4kg weight, you're never going to build the muscle, you're never going to strip mm. and look amazing, you're never going to build that confidence around, wow, I've actually improved, I have got stronger, because you're staying in the safe zone. So that 10% extra, that 10% more, just proves to you, to yourself, that you can do it. 99.9% .9 of the time, if you gave 10% more, you would achieve. 99.9% .9 of the time, you will be able to do it. And all you're looking to do is to prove to yourself that you can. Prove to yourself, because we are our own worst enemies. We always think that we can't. That's our, our default. I can't do it. I can't. I can't. And I see it all the time with personal training clients. I go, okay, today we're going to go one kg heavier. We're going to do six kilos. Mm. I can't. Yes, you can. Give it to them. Boom. Guess what? They can. Every time. I don't think I've ever had a client where I've said, come on, let's just go up one kg. And they haven't been able to do it. Because it's a mental block. In your head, you're just like, I can't. And that's something we need to change because if you keep thinking to yourself that you can't do something, guess what? You can't. And by doing just that simple 10% more, like I'll give you a few examples. So like, let's say you're brushing your teeth. If you did 10% more, maybe you're going to wipe the sink down. Maybe you're going to wipe the mirror down. Maybe you're going to do a little dance move and do your affirmations. Like maybe you're just going to turn around and have your affirmations up on the wall and you are going to tell yourself how damn sexy you are today, right? So whatever it is, just add that 10% because you're capable, you are 100% capable and we are stretching that brain to start believing in itself and to start trusting itself. So 
let's think about what 10% more could you do in the beginning of your morning. You could do 10% more by doing, you know, a couple of squats every time you went to the toilet. You could do some tricep pushbacks every time you went to the toilet. You could, what's another thing that you could add 10% more onto an already action? You could do an extra three minutes of running on the treadmill compared to what you would normally do or add one minute more. Mm. So maybe you at the moment would say run for 10 minutes. We could run for 11, right? It's not going to kill you. You could do it. Maybe you could drink one more glass of water in the morning before you head off for your day. Maybe you could... Um, gratitude. Like you yeah, could send do a message to one person every morning to thank them for being in, your li- in their life. And you could do 10% more by just doing one more. Like just one more. When you're doing your gratitudes every day, what's 10% more? Like you might wake up in the morning and say, I've got to do three gratitudes every single morning. Like that's a habit that I want to get into. And you might end up doing four. Like I do my nine at nine and it's about hugging nine people by 9am. Well, I smash that goal every day. And even during COVID, like I have coaching groups every morning that I'm aligned with other people where I get my connection. And I make them all hug me in the morning First thing, and then when we finish our call, I make them hug me again. Why? Because it is a standard now. It's now, you know, that habit has now become a standard. And I always aim for that little bit more. So if you're not in the process of becoming the person that you want to be, you are automatically engaged in becoming the person you don't want to be. Oh, it hurts. Oh. It hurts, right? (laughs) Because... If you're becoming the person you don't want to be by not actually becoming more focused on who you want to become and by adding 10% more, that will help you become the person you want to become. Isn't that everything? Yeah. Like 10%. Like if you just added 10% on every task you did, who would you be in a week? Who would you be in a month? Who would you be in a year? Like I've been applying this principle since we we did the training with Rob Dahl and honestly little changes have happened. Like I noticed that I'm still negotiating with my brain every single day. Like every single day I'm still applying the Mel Robbins rule. Five seconds, get up. There are days that I don't even want to get out of bed, but I just do it, right? And then I finish what I start. So every morning I do my breathing and I do my gratitude. Now, sometimes I don't want to do my breathing. Sometimes I don't want to do my gratitude, but I have this rule in my head is that I've got to finish this. This is part of my morning routine. Therefore, I must do. Right. And then what is 10% more? Well, 10% more is dancing around my room, creating beautiful emotions and beautiful hormone release like the dopamine, serotonin and oxytocin. So before I even get down to brushing my teeth, man, I've had a dance. I've told myself that I'm sexy. I'm feeling really grateful. And I've thrown my hands in the air like you just don't care. And I say how awesome my day is going to be. And that sets me up for success. So I always come back to these three wonderful principles that I've learned from Rob Dial. Do not negotiate with your brain because I've told you it tells you bullshit, right? Finish what you start, those little tasks. Like if you're going to clean your car and you're going to just clean the windows, then vacuum the car. Finish it there and then. Don't waste time getting distracted and distracting yourself on finding other tasks that are not going to get you closer towards your goal. Train your brain in discipline. It can be trained. And then always do 10% more. Did you hear that? That was my big, beautiful boy. And you have no idea how many times Sam has to cut him and 
edit this this podcast and he's already had a little for snoring normally for snoring but today actually was a guard dog and he barked but he agreed with the always do 10 percent more so he will go for a 3k walk everyone told us that he's only allowed to do 3k's of walking our boy is a 5k a 8k and a 7k walker isn't he he just let him out all day and he'll just sleep the rest of the day away <laughs> he pushes the boundaries so we're going to encourage you to apply these principles three steps to get what you really want if you type these out and you put them up on your wall trust me your life will change for the better and that's exactly what we want you know it i can't need a podcast without one great quote i normally have several this is mark twain don't go around saying the world owes you a living the world owes you nothing it was here first beautiful let that one land and how that lands for me is i have to take ownership of my life i am the ceo of my life so do i choose to live life by default or life by design it is all my choice and what i love about that is i don't get i don't have to rely on anyone else it is just me like what i want is just within my reach i don't negotiate with my brain i finish what i say and i do 10 percent always so go out there and start creating your life by design i believe in you you are the bomb.com and don't you forget it thank you thank you thank you so much for listening to this episode if you enjoyed it please share it with a friend or share it on the socials and don't forget to tag me on hashtag mfm mind fitness mentor and if nobody's told you today remember You are loved, you matter, and you are more than enough. Remember, don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss the next episode. I can't wait to see you then.